Welcome to Your Life Legacy Matters, our broadcasting network, which we're very pleased is sponsored by the Faith-Based Cause Initiative and its affiliates. It's a very interesting time of year for uh, all of us as we uh, put all our efforts into being first responders behind the first responders. And I don't know about you, but when the pandemic started, I was fortunate enough to be with a family that I could actually uh, see my sisters and my brother as role models. And while they uh, just ran to the fire that, that was inflaming in the community, uh, multiple historic uh, deaths being recorded freezer trucks being lined up uh, at the hospitals that my two sisters who were RNs started their nursing practice at. It was a very traumatic time for us. And so we chose to do what we could do, and we continue to ask you to join us in this war on the pandemic with the Faith-Based Cause Initiative. So what do we do? We provide executive support to the faith-based, cause-based, and charitable-based organizations in the form of executives that are certified to help them raise funds. We also provide them technologies. And the technologies we provide them are visual technologies to allow them to do the things that they did prior to the pandemic in person. We now assist them in providing those same types of services, those same types of messages visually. And we're so happy to have the Faith-Based Cause Initiative chaired by our esteemed uh, CEO, Mr. Gregory P. Garland, and our co-chair, Pastor Dr. William Reveille, we're very pleased that they're able to find the resources to cover the cost where no church, no charitable, no cause outreach will have to worry about if they can afford to move into a position to win this battle on the pandemic and then the war on just the lack of funding within the community and especially the community underserved. Today we have a very special guest we'd like to share with you. And so uh, as we uh, proceed through Black History Month, we're always, um, we're always reminded about heroes and sheroes that are living now, that are walking around uh, us, that we really should uh, understand that they're probably uh, moving towards that calling, towards uh, being an angelic type of individual, and that's someone that literally does give you the short off their back, that literally does give you the last dollar they have, that literally does make room for you if you're homeless in their home. And the person I want to introduce you to, uh, I have known basically, you know, of her for a number of years, my father being uh, with the Coleman Young administration all our lives, uh, and hailing from the west side, Mumford High School. Uh, Hampton Junior High, Bagley, uh, and that side of town, and just hearing about the people that because of the trail that was blazed by um, our uh, uh, beautiful esteem and honored uh, late uh, Coleman, a young uh, Tuskegee Airman, uh, first and foremost, and then obviously someone that went about providing opportunities to people, African-American people as well, and particularly in the greater Detroit area, this particular woman uh, held fast to the financial end uh, of the uh, city, uh, really uh, assisted in developing programs of efficiency along the way, and then embraced the 
ministry. And so I don't want to give you her story myself. I would like her to give it to you. So we try to expeditiously share with you our brief anthology of uh, just a, you know, overseer Janetta is who we call her. Janetta basically is an individual, Janetta McLeod, that is like a, a, a sister. She's like a, a, a cousin. She's, she's family, okay, even if yeah. you don't know her. And so uh, uh, without further ado, I'm going to turn things over to you, overseer Janetta. Thank you so much, Carvel. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I am just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who could save anybody. Okay. And I just bring so much love to the city that I was born in and reared in and grew up in. That is Detroit, Michigan. I work with the Honorable Comignon throughout most of his, uh, his tenure. Mm -hmm. I started early and I was there uh, or while he was the mayor and went through some great things that uh, Comignon did with Del Rey, yes. uh, Southwest Detroit, and he was just so honorable. And I was really a little bit upset when he passed. I say this man was all about that and I'm just not finding this out mm -hmm. about him being a Tuskegee Airman and all of that. So I was so excited about that. But I've just been excited about Detroit, Michigan. I'm an advocate for the city. Okay. I mean, no matter where I go in the world, if it's a negativity about Detroit, you're going to hear from John Adam McLeod. Okay. Because this is a great city that has reared a lot of great talent, a lot of great heroes in our nation today. And I am just to say, my mama would always say, oh, I love Detroit. And she would wear this shirt everywhere she go. I love Detroit. So I'm here as a Detroit lover. Okay. Yes. Okay. So as we uh, move towards this particular uh, first quarter of 2021, having survived 2020, uh, what comes to mind specifically when you take a look at your ministry uh, and not just the city, but what you've seen gl globally and particularly in the United States being a, a singer or performer coming from a long lineage of uh, musicians in your family? Uh, what do you see that's going on around you and what actually would you recommend people uh, pay close attention to and try to better their best in? Well, as far as the ministry is concerned, I think we need to look more at outreach ministry. Mm -hmm. We need to look more into ministries of health, like prison ministry, uh, home care ministry. You know, they took the homemaking out of the schools, and we need to bring that back. I look at church as a holistic approach to life. And when you're talking about holistic, you teach people finances. You teach people how to pay their bills on time so their money will go better as far as the losing money with late payments. And you just teach people everything they need to know about living life. You know how it says you teach a person how to fish as opposed to giving them a fish sandwich? Yes. You give them some tools that they could use. And I think the church today needs to be more about the people in this community because when God set the foundation up, it was for the community. It was to take care of your community. So we need to look more of going outside of the four walls yes. of the church and begin yes. to reach out and help someone along the way. 
Absolutely. Yes. And so uh, we always ask our guests uh, during this particular time, you know, to sort of reach back in their memories and share with us uh, anyone that would come to mind during this particular uh, time of month. Uh, we know that as we move from black history, we move into uh, the celebration of women, as you had shared with me just the other day uh, yeah. during March. Um, what comes to mind is that when you take a look at the faith-based cause initiative, and you take a look at our Life Legacy Assurance Program, we had Reverend Michiko in one of our episodes talk about the need for guaranteed, guaranteed life assurance, and that being uh, attainable to someone that's in their 70s and, and 80s, you know, for less than, you know, a, a few dollars a day being able to be guaranteed the opportunity to exit uh, this world, but leave something behind so that they can have that legacy maintained. We know that we have revenue share for our particular uh, faith-based, our cause-based, our charitable-based organizations that allow them to really generate hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue share in just a mere one-year period of time and as we take a look at my fbci.com we can go right down the menu from what do you do and see the technologies that we provide these particular organizations that are doing a great work doing this particular pandemic battle you know we're going to win the war because we're going yes. to learn to be together yes. to come together for a common cause a common need so when you hear life legacy assistance we want to share with you uh, that are baby boomers that we're going to provide someone to assist you and actually being able to go through a menu and be able to get every type of assistance from a wellness perspective you need to take total control of your particular health and wellness when you go down to what we do on myfbic.com you can see we have not just health and wellness uh, coverage and, and options. We have those options for less than $20 a month, but we also want to draw your attention to essential services and quality of life. Mm-hmm. Quality of life benefits, okay? And what are those? Visit myfbic.com and as we uh, kind of close things out, we're very excited to hear what uh, Overseer Johnetta would have to share with us about uh, someone that she has basically been inspired by along the way, and even someone that's basically inspiring people now. Overseer Johnetta? Yes. Well, I would say right now we have uh, this lady in our church, uh, Sister Sammy Afford. Sister Afford is 93 years old. And she told me, you know, Johnetta, God told me to come back. Because, see, this church is 76 years old. We'll be 77, the 22nd of this month. We'll be 77 years old. And she said, God told me to come back and work with you. And I am here to work with you. And she's 93 years old. But we talk in terms of stability and dignity. She is a woman of stature, a woman of dignity. And she chose to live life, and she says, you know, this is my vehicle. You know, I want you to get this thing together because this is my ticket from earth back to heaven. Mm-hmm. So with that, we have to continue to educate our people within our congregation that sure as a man lives, surely he's going to die. Okay. And preparation precedes the blessing. Prepare yourself for where you want to go. 
And so those are the things that I will be instilling in the people that I am surrounding myself with. Get it together. Prepare yourself for surely a man live, he is going to have to die. So preparations is where we want to go. And we want to teach our people how to prepare. Very well. Yes. Thank you so much, Overseer Janetta, and listeners, audience. Uh, you're going to be hearing a lot more about Overseer Janetta because of the, the fine music and, and, and entertainment that we'll be bringing to this particular episode to inspire uh, everyone doing this time of uh, just tremendous uh, pressure where yeah. we take a look at uh, the reality of the matter that if you're not feeling any stress, uh, you should. And we know that stress can be eased by you drawing closer uh, to God because it's been basically written, as we know, uh, you draw close to him mm -hmm. and he'll glow draw close to you yes. and so we want to thank you for tuning in this particular session we want to thank you for uh, understanding what we have and we're looking forward to sharing with you more uh, with our overseer Janetta in the very near future thank you so much god bless